Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, well, I got a complaint. We'll do it live! Do it live! I can all write it and we'll do it live! I got a lot of problems with you people! No! You're gonna hear about it! I don't care whose nephew you are, who you know, whose dick you're sucking on, you're going out. I'm as bad as hell, but I'm not gonna take this anymore! Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you! You're cool. Fuck you, I'm out! Welcome to episode four of the Complaint Department, starring Kyle. Hello, everybody. And Toner. Yes. And I'm the producer Nick. And let's hear some complaints. So you've made your you've you've uh, promoted yourself to producer again this week. Are we seriously going to have this conversation again? <laughs> Moving on. All right, fine. I'm not discussing this anymore. If you <laughs> you know what, next week I'm gonna I'm gonna put the proof in right here. I have the audio file that shows you two saying that I'm the producer before we ever got into any of this crap. I'll, yeah, I I'll actually want proof of this. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, it'll be in the episode. Or so or on. we can have uh we can have the audience vote on whether Nick should be the producer or the engineer. Uh, you're having a hard enough time getting people to vote for things that people would actually want to vote for. True. I really don't think this is going to be Oh, like like stupid fucking bouncy balls, yeah. Well, I don't know. All Someone right. voted on uh Shrek's new nickname. Uh, uh Sleazy Yarl had written <laughs> in saying we should call him Corned Beef. So <laughs> That's his name. <laughs> Wrong. Just, uh, I, yeah, but by the way, I'm still to this day getting pictures from people of just corned beef. Just they're just sending me pictures of corned beef, right? In all different kinds: canned corned beef, freshly cooked corned beef, the people smothered in cabbage. The people don't agree with you. They've spoken. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. But Great. but much right, harder well, to well, prove, we... Nick. If uh, you bring out that audio, is that both of us were of sound mind at the time we made the recording? And I believe that's. A I, don't legal stipulation. I don't think I could prove that you were in sound mind ever. Regardless of what the situation was. Wow, that hurts. Yeah, that's true. I could I could have <laughs> been hurts. drunk. Yeah. I, I think that's I think that's uh very logical. Hey, you're asking me. for it. I'm sorry. You guys keep poking at it. All right, well the That's f- fine. I that's fine. Bring the proof. Bring you, the proof. You slap me, I'm gonna slap you back harder. That's all I can the say. The follow up this week is uh, a little brief. I, I'm not sure why. Maybe they uh stopped watching half you know or stop listening halfway through or something. Um <laughs> I got I got some f- feedback from uh, again, sleazy Yarl. Who said just three words? More bandit news. Um, yeah, fair enough. Agree. All right, I'll I try totally to that agree up for next week. I'll try to find another bandit for next week. I don't have one this week, but we'll we'll. I promise, sleazy Yarl, we will get more bandit news. Um, and then Shrek, your favorite Smoky Walnuts wrote in, who is he's becoming Great. fast my best friend. Uh, he said, "Give me Beth's number." Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, wait, speaking of that... You know, I really don't appreciate either of you two talking about people who... First of all, you don't even know. Second of all, people who are are honestly better friends towards me, especially now that I don't hang out with you guys really anymore. And now you're getting, what, the fan base involved? Now they're on board? I have no control over the fan base. We all know that. 
Yeah, right. Peace be. Right. Yeah, I, I distinctly remember you saying that Beth is probably going to listen to this episode. Did Beth listen to this? She did, and she, and she said that you two were a couple of. Uh, I think she said you were unevolved or something like that. But did she get my reference? She would have to listen to at least two episodes to get no, the reference. No, no. She just she was she was appalled at how foul mouthed you are to begin with. What but I said. I, that, all right. So her, let me defend myself here. Uh, early defend or disagree to disagree. Yeah, I invited her to the back of a theater. Okay. That's a date as far get as I'm the, concerned. Because she, she did not have the context to know what I had planned for the back of that movie theater. All right, you know what? This is a perfect seg because I have a piece of follow-up that I received from somebody. Oh, boy. Is it Beth? No, no, oh. it's, no, it's not Beth. And you can go screw yourself. Wait, can we bring Beth onto the show? <laughs> no, we can't. Well, I guess I could ask her, but I really doubt it. Yeah, ask Beth. What? Beth could be our first guest. I, I, I encourage really Beth to doubt. write in. But check this out. Yeah, I, well, I, too, I actually it. told her she could write in. She just ignored me. She just, oh. I don't think she's. Did we ruin your chances, Nick? Is that is that? But listen, is that what you're so that's sorry not about? what this is about. <laughs> you know what? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> You guys really suck. We should just you know change that? the name of the show to All About Beth. The two of you really <laughs> suck, and I hope something really bad happens to both of you. Oh, I'm sorry, Beth, but I'm still available. I think I can I live through anything. The apology, but not the not the come on. Anything except uh, allergies. I think if it's one thing well, I've learned from this, this show. Out. So so I got a piece of follow up from somebody, and here's the weird thing: I didn't even receive this in an email. I received this in my mailbox. What? And it, it was just in my mailbox. There was no like, there was no envelope or anything. So I, the weird thing about this, I don't think we've said even what town we're in. So I think we have like our first official stalker. Actually, okay. I'm, I'm totally on board with this. I think everyone should stalk. You're us. on board with the stalker. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested. <laughs> well, here's here's I'm here's encouraging the people it to says, stalk you. Here's here's what it says, uh, and it's really horrifying. Actually, it says, "Dear complaint department, I was having a particularly lousy day last Friday and was scouring the internet for something to cheer me up. Instead, I found your show. The way you morons complain and spread your negativity onto the internet like a particularly virulent STD appalls me. I have never heard so much pissing and moaning by supposed grown adults in my entire life." <laughs> I am guessing the last time a woman was interested in any of you was when you were in diapers, because you obviously have the emotional, mental, and spiritual maturity of a box of raisins. The way you act like a bunch of cavemen at the first mention of a woman, and then proceed to bicker about topics as pointless as karaoke and yoga, makes me want to hunt down and kill everyone involved in your show. Instead, I've chosen to let you live, because your show reminds me of how much better my life is in comparison to yours, and because letting you have your unevolved, miserable existences is punishment enough. <laughs> I hope you sleep well at night knowing that you drop the collective IQ of the human race by at least 40 points. Go listen to your Marilyn Manson CDs and cry, you bunch of whiny emo losers. Sincerely concerned Citizen 33. P.S. I killed Kennedy. I, Marilyn I'm Manson gonna, CDs. You know what, concerned Citizen 33? I consider this fan mail. And the reason why is that... I believe <laughs> that what you said is that you've got something positive out of this. And that's exactly what this is all for. I think they basically said they're going to keep listening, right? Right. They That's what I heard. Ego, That's kind of what I gathered, yes. Yes. Is he, he hates you. He thinks, well, me too, apparently. I don't know. I think I'm lumped in there too, to be honest. But uh, So he hates the three of us. He, he wishes we were dead, but he decided not to because he gets something out of our show. And he he's said that listening. he feels wait, wait, better wait, wait. Than us. I just figured out what he this or is. She. It could be a girl. I'm not sure. I just figured out what this is. What's that? What is it? Uh, Concerned Citizen 33? Right. You know what Concerned Citizen 33 is doing? He's trying to act chivalrous so he can move in on Beth. This is oh what's happening God. right now. <laughs> that's what this I whole thing so. is. This is a, yes, I don't think, that's what's happening a, here. I don't, I don't think threatening it's a love to murder note to He's Beth. trying to play good cop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
All right. No, I'm on to him. Yeah, we're on to his bullshit. Well, we I don't, don't, I don't want you to maybe, listen. Maybe they'll write in again. Well, it could be a girl, too. That's the other thing. Yeah, could well, fuck off, Concerned Citizen 33. Fuck right off and stop listening to our show. There's a third option that you're not considering, and that's that you actually are really stupid, and this guy doesn't like you because you're stupid. No. I think we're pretty intelligible. No. Stop right. listening. Don't listen to our show. We don't need you, okay? Listen or don't listen, that's fine. Actually, Fair. don't listen. Listen, but keep writing in. So, uh... And by the way, you two, you two leave my fucking friends out of this show, or I'm gonna bitch slap the both of you. You can't bitch slap me. You, wait, hold on. Stop, stop, stop. You dragged her into the show. <laughs> that's what... We, yeah, I do not, not know who not this for, is. Not for the purposes of you, you know, just doing whatever you want with the idea. It you was know just, me. I'm not even sure Beth point. is a real person, to be honest. Yeah. I think it might be fine. made up. Uh-huh. I think we're gonna need proof of her existence. I think that's what this really means. But, uh, all right, so let's get into the voting. So nobody listens to our show, so nobody voted. So, Nick, you get to decide who won last week. Yeah. In the battle of, what was that stupid ball called? Karaoke. No, the ball. <laughs> I know. God damn it. <laughs> that ball isn't party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Karaoke's always a ball, as far as I'm concerned. You know who you know who won? You know who you know who won? Neither of you. Because yeah. I hate both of you. Did Shove Beth, it up your ass. Did, did Beth Nobody win? won. Yeah, but who do no. you hate more? I I hate myself for allowing myself to be involved in this stupid show. I don't blame you, but that doesn't you you're the tiebreaker. I don't care how much you hate. Uh huh. We need the the tie needs to be broken. All right. Yeah, well, I'm giving it to Toner then. Ah, boo. Uh, you missed a big opportunity, Nick. You could have given it to you because the tie was zero to zero. So anything, any vote would have won. You could have voted for yourself. <laughs> you could have voted <laughs> for Nasty point. Nick's News. And you would have you right, well, won I, that. Nope. Do it. I redact no, my vote. No, no, no. No, no pregnant chance on this vote. show. Verbal yeah. is binding. This is a binding contract. No, I mean, realistically, if I have to split it between Toner or 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 Kyle, I, this is not just a spite thing. I'm giving it to Toner because legitimately, Kyle picked something, karaoke, which he was into for a year. It doesn't make any sense. I'm a changed man. Something? All right. I was in the scene. I know how bad it is. The the rough uh the rough karaoke yeah, scene. But you, what you're the equivalent of you're the kind of person who goes vegetarian and then decides everybody who eats meat is is a scumbag even though you've been <laughs> oh, eating meat is, your entire that life that is the best analogy that is <laughs> damn it you're like that those damn good. vegetarians uh, all right. well not vegetarians in general i just mean the vindictive ones the ones that all act right. like everybody else should be following the, their rules right the I'll, pescatarians I'll <laughs> <laughs> those fuckers <laughs> Yeah. All right, so let's get into some complaints. You want to go first? You want me? To go first? Uh, I'll go first. Um, I just want to uh, warn everyone that I've done zero research. Um, probably something I shouldn't warn everyone. I should just try to fake it. Um, but my complaint Great. this week is Airbus. Um, Airbus so for uh, the listeners who don't know, they make airplanes. Uh, it's Boeing and, and Airbus are the two major manufacturers of uh, commercial airliners. Specifically, airplanes that crash into mountains. No, no. There's a reason why I picked Airbus. So yes, the one I am specifically concerns the airplane that crashed into the mountains, the German Wings um, aircraft that uh, crashed in the mountains. I believe it was last week. 
And yes. this is why Airbus pisses me off. One, they're always the ones that are crashing. It always seems that the Airbuses are the ones that are crashing. And I don't have any statistics to back that up. So you're just going to have to take me a blind faith, which is always a good idea. And well, do you know if Airbus makes the Malaysian planes that were going down? Uh, but no, probably though. Also, take that to the bank. <laughs> you just assume. <laughs> I'm glad you picked your to topic bank. with zero research when it requires research, but that's okay. Go ahead. Uh, no, it doesn't require research. And let, can I, the reason why... Well, at least I, he's somewhat of an aviation expert. You I, know what I mean? At yeah, least he has yeah. a background in this. I so do have a it's background. It's sort of like the people, the people you bring to court who are like an expert witness, they mm-hmm. haven't necessarily done their research, mm-hmm. and yet their their evidence is admissible because they're an expert witness. Because they're spouting nonsense. And I believe that <laughs> yeah, more, this, more or less because the justice system is broken. Right. Yeah. So we should just we should just tar and feather the whole lot of them. There, there's a callback. <laughs> Does flying off the handle like imply that I'm an aviator? Boo! No puns on this show. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! We're bad, but we're not that bad. We're not going to sink to fucking right. puns. All right. Now yeah. let me tell you why I have a problem with Airbus. Now, have you right. have you seen anything uh, about the information about this crash? Yes. Okay, so... Pertaining uh, to what, exactly? Okay, so um, for the listeners, the main prevailing theory is that um, it was intentional and it was suicidal by the pilot or the co-pilot. And the method by which he crashed the plane and kind of the, um, the reason why I'm upset is that he set the autopilot to 100 feet and just waited for the thing to crash. Why is it even possible to do that? That is my complaint with Airbus. The, yeah why can yeah, you set the up. autopilot to 100 feet that makes no sense that's like allowing your car to be set to cruise control at 190 miles an hour or something <laughs> yes it doesn't make any sense for that to be able to even be done no well, you I mean, can to can, you can you set your cruise control to 190 you could do that oh, as long absolutely. as you're at really? 190 to 190 miles yeah, per hour once you so got to that you, you can set it to that Oh, definitely. I don't think we should let that happen. We That's sh- disturbing to me. Actually, that shouldn't happen sh- either. So if that if that can't yeah, happen, it needs to not be like able to happen. 100 miles an hour or something. I mean, even 100 is kind of unreasonable, but at least it's not 100. Kind of unreasonable. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I can see there's some situations you might have a use for cruise control at 100 miles an hour. <laughs> like if you're chasing a llama. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of callbacks, cops, you know, yeah. This, this is the show of callbacks. So if you haven't listened to the rest of the episodes, then uh, you fucking suck. So pretty much just sle- sleazy Yarl and smoky <laughs> walnuts so that one's going to get enjoyment out of this show, this episode. Yeah. Right. Great. So I, I guess the other thing I wanted to bring up that that I thought was, because um, I got in a big argument at uh, work, not an argument, but a discussion about um, suicide and uh, how this was an odd way to go out um that's your word for it odd odd well i mean from from trying to look back at it it's it's or look at the whole thing the autopilot thing really throws me for a loop for a couple different reasons one the plane should never be able to be set to 100 like maybe ten thousand feet maybe you know five thousand feet or something but right but a hundred's like absurd like beyond absurd it's it's absurd you should at least limit it to like i don't know four digits you know, five digits. <laughs> right. Right. Totally. Um, but if, if, and the other thing is, is if, if he's going to commit suicide, that lazy fuck is going to put it on, on cruise control or on a uh, autopilot. <clears throat> he can't just, you know, point the stick down and go right into the ground. You can't miss the fucking ground. Well, that actually sort of makes me wonder if it even was a legitimate suicide attempt. If the fact that he had it on an autopilot at a hundred feet almost seems more like he just didn't know what the hell he was doing. No, no way. 
I mean, if you're going to suicide, you just grab the thing and just fly it into the ground, right? What's the point of the 100-foot autopilot? What no, is that? No, I've actually thought about this, and this is my uh, right. take on it. Okay. I think he said it to that, so he, and this sounds like really cynical and shitty, but I honestly think this is what why he did it. To like leave I, it up to God or something? No, I think he was soaking in the moment. Oh. I think he was taking it all in, maybe taking in all the screams. Because that's I not think cynical, if you, by the way. That's, that's, not, that's not what that word means. <laughs> no, that could be cynical. How can that not be cynical? Cynical means that, that, that you're leery of someone that they're doing something for, for themselves. Yeah, like suicide. That is doing it for yourself. Yeah, but it's, it's, no, it's a misuse of the word. I think it'd be more like cynical if, if they thought it was an accident and you were assuming it was suicide. That no, would be cynical, cynical would have been that the, that the company was telling him to crash the plane so that they could make a lot of money on the insurance claim. That would be, that oh. would be cynical. Okay, fair enough. Sure. Okay, but, but, um, but uh, mincing words aside, I, I all right. What, well, once you uh, kind of gather all the information, I think it's pretty. I don't even think it's a theory. I think it's almost as close to a fact as you could possibly get that he did it on purpose. When you get to the door situation, right, right. I he mean, that, that's the one, that's the that's the, and that that was like my number one biggest issue with this. And I am so glad that uh, the I know Canada. Like within a day or two of this happening, like once they found out that it was probably intentional, that they changed it so that they're, uh, I think they changed either you have to have two people in the cockpit at all times or they don't have those locks that can lock people out from the, you know what I'm talking about? If you're in the cockpit, you can lock people out, even the pilot, which which doesn't make sense. Why is there a keypad on the door? To let you in when the person inside can not let you in. And no, it's a it's a losing it's a losing battle. There's there's always going to be weaknesses. Yeah. So so let's say that that you make that the pilot um can can always open that door. So when the pilot goes to the bathroom or whatever because he has to leave the cockpit, which is which is uh, kind of crazy. You c- you can have a terrorist you know come up behind him with a box cutter and and can like make make him open up the door and then you're in the cockpit. So I mean that that has its weaknesses too. No, I think the I think the best solution is to have two people in there, like they have implemented in a bunch of places. Now, now what I've heard too is that um, in some places the protocol is that if if uh, one pilot needs to leave, then a stewardess, sorry, flight attendant comes in the cockpit to monitor or whatever. But oh, what a stewardess not PC anymore? Is that the problem? Well, it hasn't been for a while. Stewardess? No dice on stewardess ever. No. No, because really? I, it, yeah, because it harkens back to the days when stewardess were basically uh, Hooters waitresses, and I guess it's demeaning. You really? heard about this? Is this is kind of like a, po- a popular thing to like to like nitpick about. Well, well I don't know. I, I I don't know. So uh, wait, is stewardess a pejorative now? Yo, it's definitely pejorative. Yeah, yeah, that's what he's saying. Really? Yeah, that's what he's saying. Oh I, I, man, I, I, I didn't know, know that. that. Yeah, right. right. Although I guess I guess it does kind of assume that they're all women, which isn't true. You know, well, what I mean? that stewards a word too. Is, yeah, but, but you're saying steward and stewardess are both out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because you could say a steward a steward came by. So yeah, that's that that's the uh, yeah because because when when airlines first came out, they were catering basically to businessmen who who have money and need to be entertained with eye candy. So they actually had limits on who could become a stewardess and that uh, certain weights and different attractiveness, and you couldn't be married right. and all that kind of stuff. And oh, I did they, not know that. Oh, you didn't? It's fascinating. You should look. You should. I uh, didn't know any of that. Oh yeah, it's crazy. You should look at some yeah, of the old back advertising in the days and stuff. 
This is back in the day when they let you smoke on the airplane and whatnot. Yeah, like real Americans. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go with Tony and his patriotic stances. I don't know what's patriotic. I mean, I I guess smoking's American. I don't know more people smoke in China than America. Right, All right, now we're getting yeah. way off topic. I had I had one All other right, sorry, thing. sorry. All right, I had a couple other things. Just I don't know. I'm just mind boggled by this autopilot thing. That he he's uh, he's obviously a trained pilot. He can he can crash the plane. So I, I guess I don't understand right. how autopilot works. Maybe he had a particular spot set out that he wanted the plane to go to and dialed it in for that particular spot. I could yeah, like he that. smacked it into a mountain or something. But, yeah, but like that mountain had some mountain, kind yeah. of significance, maybe or something like that. I, that I don't know. And yeah, who uh, knows? Research yeah. would have bore this out, or maybe nobody knows. Um, the whole thing for me, it just bugs me because I can kind of understand that a person could get a, a depressed enough to kill themselves. I mean, it's yeah, a horrible yeah, yeah. thing and it hurts a lot of people, but I can kind of understand that. But taking 150 people with you, you're just a douchebag at that point. I almost don't even care how much suffering you're you're going through or. Or how you know off the rails you are and not in control of yourself. You just take out 150 people who want to live. You suck. Yeah, I'm some sorry. people. Yeah, I agree. Some people Absolutely. have taken to not even calling it a suicide, and and I'm you know I, I see that argument. They, they said that if if you commit suicide, generally it's something that you do by yourself that you're doing that it's still not right, but you're you're doing it to yourself. And you know yeah, this is you know, more people, yeah this, this is, is a murder, murder. suicide yeah it's like, yeah. yeah right uh, it's a it's a, mass or a massacre it's a yeah. massacre that ended in a suicide as well it's kind of like in a cult where everybody drinks the punch except nobody ever got the choice no 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 in a cult they knew like in the in the famous uh what was it jonestown like massacre i believe right. they all knew what was in the kool-aid yeah they were killing themselves basically just because jim jones decreed it like right. drink the poison kool-aid because right. we're all going together oh well, also it wasn't kool-aid just so before. everyone knows it was knockoff kool-aid i don't remember the name of it right it was oh, like it was like tasty cool or really? something yeah, yeah yeah i wonder if he did that because he didn't want to market like no big... he did it he did it because he was a cheapskate because he's a scumbag cheapskate that, wouldn't, yeah. even, wouldn't even give his followers the real stuff he had cool sunglasses oh, that actually another i think another, it's another asshole i think it's back at the bigger question yeah did he make it with sugar did he do it the right way did he let them go you out do with, it with the sugar, tastiness man. I've had it without sugar. I know people that do it without sugar. I don't. Yeah, I, I, I'm not somebody who drinks Kool Aid maybe, but once or twice a year. But when you make Kool Aid without sugar, you're fucking up. That's the only reason you should be making Kool Aid is a sugary drink. Kool Aid got me through college. So for future <laughs> reference, for future reference, if you're planning to poison either Kyle or Toner, use the real stuff. Use the sugar. Oh yeah, yeah. I will not yeah. fall for that tasty right. treat stuff or whatever. The whatever I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Concerned citizen thirty three, make sure that uh, you know any plans you have involving Kool Aid, use the real stuff. Oh, uh, he sugar. he has he has not found me yet. So um, yeah, well he knows where I live. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. only you so far. You're the you're the number one target. I know. Oh well, moving on. So, so do you have anything else with the? Oh, I, with the I had stuff? Uh, once again uh, going back because I keep getting sidetracked. Uh, the autopilot throws me throws me for a loop, and part of it is that like s- suicide generally is like an impulsive thing. Uh, it seems yeah. like I mean, not the act of like getting to a point where we're going to commit suicide. It's it's a sickness that uh, people need to um, help themselves through and, and get and have people help them through, and it's a process before you get to suicide. But generally, the action of taking your life is a very impulsive thing it's it's a you know yeah they say most people are drunk when they do it which is kind of a sign that like they just got wasted and got depressed enough that they just went for it and made like know? a rash decision but this right but this 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 plane thing he put it on autopilot and for some estimates that i heard it took him eight minutes to get to the ground so he right. died he no, this dials is premeditated. this thing this is very oh, much premeditated. oh it's definitely premeditated then also it's fucked up because he's sitting there like shrek said i i believe maybe either like 
enjoying just it. Just taking it in or something. Or like yeah, relaxing right. or something and just waiting eight minutes until the thing hits hits but the mountain. nobody else was in the cockpit with him, right? No, they were all locked out. It'd be a real tragedy if it was just something like, like the he dude accidentally put it on autopilot and passed out because he freaked out or something, you know, just passed out out of sheer, like, being just shit scared. Well, well no, that uh, that's not the case because you had to input some sort of code or something along those lines to make it so that pilot could not punch the code in to get back in. Oh, really? Like, you specifically locked the pilot out? Yes, you specifically yeah. locked the pilot out. Yeah, I'm just saying, every once in a while, you you hear about a story where it's just this, like, perfect chain of, like, horrible events. Right. That, you know, like, where the whole thing is an accident. So uh, I think this dude is going to get branded as a murderer slash suicide pilot. When We don't really know exactly what happened. We'll never know exactly what happened. Because no, nobody was no. in the cockpit with him. We, we will never actually know. Uh, so it's appa- apparently up. it's very hard to set or not very hard but it's it's very hard to um accidentally like engage the autopilot to a different altitude so right. all the signs point towards that it was it was deliberate yeah it's, it seems to be he knows what he was doing yeah, yeah. And, i mean any way you slice it the whole thing is really a shame so if if like, it's uh, well, just awful yeah. let it happen if back to your point earlier nick that you're just a dick if you um and dick being a very very low of what he deserves deserves to be called should this these allegations yeah, I, be true. I think I, I think I went beyond that, but yeah, yeah, you're just a horrible person. What if yeah. it's an empty plane it, that he just flies into an, into a mountain? And he was piloting the empty plane. Yeah, and he, uh, I don't know. I mean, you're still in danger of potentially hitting somebody on the ground. No, so you're, you're still like into a, a mountain. Yeah, I mean, there could be somebody there. No, okay. it's so still, it's still uh, real. If you if your suicide attempt involves. A 747. I don't care if it's just you. Well, or it's not a 747. Plane. It's an Airbus. Well, I, I'm saying a, right, all right, right, so right, a right. large plane. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a dick because either because even if you killed yourself that way and you went out in some granulose fashion, that cost some. Uh, that cost a company millions and millions of dollars just because you wanted to go out a special way. Okay. Yeah, that, that that's not cool. Yeah, well, I mean, so you're you're concerned about the the multinational billionaires. I'm just I'm just saying, <laughs> like a few million on like, the plane. Like, hey, if you want to crash into a uh, crash into the Alps and you do it by yourself, you could just use a Cessna. That's way cheaper than a fucking gigantic fucking Airbus plane. Yeah, I mean, the way I would feel about it, the way I feel about it is if it's a suicide mission, you know, the guy just flies his plane into a mountain and it's just him. Then the real tragedy is the loss of the pilot, that the pilot was that depressed and felt he had to do that. But when there's 150 people on board, he's not the real tragedy anymore. Right? No, I, I 100% agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, just the autopilot. It, it's like it's like getting into an elevator and and pushing, like, you know, the basement, knowing full well the basement is, like, full of acid. And then you just, like, wait eight minutes for the elevator to slowly come down into the acid. It's just It's just an odd suicide choice. Just to clarify, you're not talking LSD, right? No, not yeah, yeah. That would be Smoky Walnuts' <laughs> weekend. Not, I, I, not a I'm suicide curious, I'm attempt. I'm curious if, if walking into a basement full of LSD that could kill you. I think that's a lot of LSD. Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess if, if it's just liquid and it just gets into your pores, <laughs> right. that would be a way to just go. Sure. Though. <laughs> I, I have one more quick problem with autopilot. Yeah, uh, autopilot has essentially given Toner a word that he can use to allow himself to not bring in any sort of research or any stats or anything involving anything about his complaint. You could say that this complaint was on autopilot. 
Yeah, exactly. It was on autopilot. This this complaint was an, on autopilot, and it was a bit of a suicide. And not to take this lightly, but um, wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. All right. Now you've crossed the too line. Soon? Too soon. Too <laughs> soon. All right. Too soon. So, uh, man, geez, I, is we, that it? we are on Nick's shit list. He is just not. Yeah, in, I see yes, that. He, yes, you are. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so are you? How's done? it feel Can to I... have your producer hate your guts? Hey, I, I've never agreed to you being the producer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Until until we have proof, it's engineered. Yeah, so well, you'll get it. Self claimed. Right. So can so uh, can I go on to my complaint? Yeah, please. I'm hoping you have something please. more upbeat for us. While this horrible, horrible tragedy was really bad, I have something that is even more nefarious than crashing a plane into a mountain. Oh God! And that is bar tabs. That is such a shitty way to open your argument. Oh yeah, I. Yeah. <laughs> To claim it's worse than 150 people dying in an inferno. Well, bar tabs affect millions of people. Just, just say it. Okay. All right. So, do you, do you think the masks tabs. deployed? Probably not. Huh? <laughs> hey, that's a good point. We're, if it's on autopilot, probably that's not. A, that's a good question. No, probably actually. not. Because they said that uh, nobody in the plane probably knew what was happening until like. Uh, after it happened so they i'm sure yeah. they didn't put it on to subdue you with your 100 percent oxygen that people uh, in first class who heard the pilot just slamming on the door saying dear god let me in probably had an idea that something was wrong yeah yeah so can i talk about bar tabs now yeah sorry for right. that uh no that's okay i understand this that may have been more down. important depending on who you ask that was more autopilot <laughs> i can't be blamed <laughs> for that <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I'm going to be tendering my resignation any day now. All right. So, uh, so bar tabs. So last week I had you defend karaoke and I kind of usurped your complaint or your uh, defense because I was outraged by it ruining my bar experience. So I figured I would bring in an actual bar complaint that I have so I can educate people because I frequent the bar quite often. So anybody who's at, Considered a heavy drinker like I am, who goes to the bar three or four times a week. Are we talking about a drinker who's also overweight? Uh, just just somebody <laughs> who drinker? frequents the bar. Oh, okay. Oh, 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 oh yeah. What, Mister? Oh, we're we're not That's bringing not puns pun. onto the That's show. That's not a pun. That's a fat joke. Uh, totally admissible. Oh, oh, it's not a pun. We're not going to classify that as a pun. Um, it's clever wordplay. All right, continue. Fine. Bar tabs. So anybody who's a heavy drinker who goes to the bar frequently and drinks a lot, has experienced opening a tab and spending way more money than they should. The problem with bar tabs, and I, before I get railed in the comments or anything, I'm talking specifically bar tabs that you are intending to pay with a credit or debit card, not bar tabs you open and intend to pay with cash, especially credit cards. We're going to stick to credit cards specifically. The problem with it is when you're drunk, you have this air of having infinite money in your bank account and whatnot, and that you could just spend as much money as you want because it's just magical money. You're drunk. You could spend as much money as you want, and it's not going to affect anything. This is an old Seinfeld bit. Jerry Seinfeld, really? yeah, he did. It wasn't about bar tabs. He was talking about uh, eating out at a restaurant. He said, the thing about uh, uh, restaurants <laughs> is that when you get there and you're hungry and you just order everything and then you get it, bring it on more, more, more. And then when the I bar goes... this one. What? 
Yeah, but a bar. Is, a, is this from his stand-up? Yeah, or something? yeah. But it was in the show. Yeah, I, don't, I don't remember this. It was in like oh, the opening, was, closing really? of the show. Yeah. Really, I don't remember that at all. I felt, yeah. feel like I've seen like every episode of Seinfeld like five times, and I don't remember that at all. Yeah, huh. but bar tabs are even worse than that because you, when you're at a restaurant, you're not buying food for everybody. When you open a bar tab and you're drunk and you want to look cool, you just start buying drinks for everybody at the bar. If you're trying to impress somebody. Because it's fake money, right? That's true. If you've just got money to burn, I've seen it. But that's the yeah, thing. Right. That's the thing. Plenty of times you don't have the money to... I have so many friends... My brother does this. The, My brother starts yeah. gets a few drinks in him and just starts like blowing money he doesn't have. Oh, on, I, on I have I have drinks. one friend who's like this. Who yeah. I mean, he's, he makes good money, but he just will blow like 150 or 200 bucks on the bar and not even realize it. It's like, dude, slow down. It's it it That's a big, big issue. I have a big... Because I feel like bars are taking advantage of the fact that you're drunk right. to make you spend more money by letting you have a bar tab. And here's the thing that I think is funny. If you exclude prescription drugs, alcohol is like the only thing, only mind-altering substance that I know of, at least. Maybe there's some like cool crackheads that you do, the or crack dealers, but... It's the only mind-altering substance where they let you open a line of credit <laughs> to get as fucked up as you want. Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. That's a big problem. It's like you just feed your addiction with money that, when you're drunk, you don't realize it's real money, but really is you have to pay for it later, especially if it's a credit card. I have a feeling that with some of the more addictive substances, they'll probably let this fly. Like I'm sure that people have gotten into in hot water by just buying a bunch of heroin that they didn't have the money for, and then somebody comes knocking, you know? They're, they're not really opening up the line of credit. The The credit card well, is your not, It's not credit. your actual credit card, right? Strictly right. speaking. So I guess if you were buying cigarettes, you could always buy cigarettes on a credit card, too. Although oh, cigarettes, the- is, cigarettes is fair, too. But you're not, you're not buying... Two hundred hours worth of cigarettes in one sitting. At least a normal person is. Right, right. It's not. Yeah, it's definitely not the same type of substance. No, 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 no. And here, here's one that I. Here's a, a situation that I think is funny. So I mean, everybody has a a, a couple friends that kind of live sort of pay, paycheck to paycheck. Not saying I do or anything, but there are people that do that. I do. Okay, sure. You yep. No, but your well, yours is different. So is that so? Bars <laughs> and bar tabs specifically have this unique thing where you get to find out. Ex- you and your friend both get to find out at the same time when your check went through for direct deposit, <laughs> because they just assume that oh yeah, it's going to be there at one o'clock. Come time to close the uh, tab, there's no money in there, and I'm fitting the bill because their fucking check didn't clear. <laughs> okay, so I have to limit my drinking. Knowing that their check might not have have cleared, and I can't spend more money because I only carry cash on me. I only want to. I refuse to spend. I refuse to pay with a card at a bar. Like that's my way of limiting myself. I will only spend cash. I think that's, that's a actually, reasonable. Um, that's actually reasonable. That's. Yeah, I, I think that's it's reasonable. The smartest too. thing I've ever I, heard you say. Yeah, I, I could agree with that. Actually, I, at least on the show. I get, yeah. I get a lot of shit for that. You would, I, I don't know why. I get a lot of shit for paying Because people you cash. hang out with like to give you shit, including me and Nick. It's just something right. about and, it. In fact, you get, a, you get a couple of beers and me, and I'll probably give you shit for that, even though I think it's a good idea. Yeah, that's what I you think. What I mean? It is a good idea. And that's it's mostly because I've seen so many poor situations caused by the ability to just buy as much booze as you want and pay for it at the end of the night. Right. right. It's. I mean, is this something you guys have dealt with before, personally? I, I know you no. guys don't go to the bar as much as I do. 
Um, no, not not so much. Really, this, I've never this I've never dealt with thing? it. Uh, I well, I really, I mean, I almost never. Well, drink it's not at the just bar. a me thing, but no, I don't between know. us three, actually, I, I I wanted so bad to just yell out, "That's a Shrek problem, not a pe- like a regular person problem." And right, I, and I don't right. think this is as common. But I don't think it's uncommon either. I think this is something. And then I don't know. I've always find it interesting. At the end of the night, it's kind of like uh, like an inverted Christmas surprise when you get the uh, bill and you look in there and see how much you fucking drank, and then you find out that them <laughs> them apple teenies you've been drinking were fifteen bucks a pop. I'm yeah, like, it's sort of like when you're expecting a tax refund and you realize, holy shit, I owe the federal government eighteen hundred bucks this year. <laughs> you know, no, <laughs> no Toner actually. I didn't even think about that. Toner actually brings up a good point. Oh yeah, it's they'll terrible. just bring you the booze and not tell you what it costs. They'll just bring right. it to you. Whatever right. you request, they'll just give it to you. Yeah, I mean, you could ask, of course. That goes back to being drunk. Like right, if right. you're wasted, I don't give a shit how much it costs. Have you guys ever been to Three Aces? The Three Aces? No, no. Yeah, Three Aces is this bar in Chicago. and uh, Oh, Three Aces. Three Aces, it's called. They've got amazing pizza and a huge beer selection. It's a great place, but they're really expensive. Because, I mean, it's in Chicago. For one. It's in, like, uh, it's in like kind of a hipster neighborhood, too, you know? But, like, have you ever had Not Your Father's Root Beer? Yes. Delicious beer. I like it. Um, it, it there, it's, like, seven bucks. And yeah. I can get it. There's, there's a bar in New Lenox where they have them for four, and I get it for two because when I'm working sound there, I get half off. Yeah. So I'm used to drinking them for two bucks, and then I go there, and it's like seven bucks. Holy crap. But they have beers on the menu that aren't even priced. And then when you ask, it's like, oh, that one's like 13 bucks. It's oh, like, that's, oh, that's market value. Price it. Right. Yeah, it's, that's like, uh, uh, Toner wouldn't know this because he doesn't have good taste in food. That's like sushi. Yeah. It's exactly like yeah, sushi. They don't, they don't mark all the prices on sushi, and it's because they're hoping you'll just order it and not ask. Yeah, exactly. And then, and, then, and then when they give you the bill, you'll just be like, oh, Jesus Christ. Well, I ate it. The market right, price on fatty tuna was $15 this week. It's right. like, oh, great. Oh, right. life's mysteries. I guess I have to pay this now. Right, exactly. And it's not exactly like you get the bill. The other thing that uh, bars do that you got to watch out for that's very difficult to your point, Shrek, is that uh, they'll, they'll put extra drinks on there, and at the end of the night is like the worst time to do math. I mean, for me, I can still do it, but like most people, like forget it. There's no fucking math happening. Oh at like yeah, one in the I, morning. I I am a whiz when it comes to very very basic math, even when I'm super drunk. But I know people that can't do math when they're yeah, drunk. like a good Not fucking that citizen. That's my other pissed off thing. I sh- I'm going to bring in one day is people who don't do math. It pisses me off. They say, "Oh, <laughs> why don't you do the math for me?" It's like, dude, it's just simple addition. Okay, how do you live through life not being able to do simple addition? I <laughs> uh, think people are dependent on technology. All right, so uh, let's get uh, let's get our uh, let's give our topics to one another before we get into some news because I'm oh, done. Okay, well, before we go to nasty else. Nick's news. Yep, man, Nick's nasty news. I'm putting Are my foot sure down it's not on nasty this. Nick's news. Do you guys want me to keep doing this show? <laughs> <laughs> he's just gonna constantly use this to hold us over our head. Oh my god, oh, he's just gonna. Get, right. he's gonna Wait, explode. hold on. We gotta we gotta unveil the. I yeah, I am. I'm about to. I, unveil. I gave I gave uh, Nick uh, my topic earlier today. Right, oh. right. So so for disagree to disagree this week. Kyle will be defending minivans. Oh, man. All right. And Toner will be defending the Religious Freedom Act. Uh, Specifically for Indiana. Yeah, the Indiana I know, I know, I know what you're talking Act. about. All right, I'll expound a little bit later. All right. So <laughs> minivans, really? Really? Yeah, really. F- funny little sidebar. I drove an Aztec for a while, and that was considered a minivan by many people. Really? So I do have I, an opinion. I think about that's minivan. an SUV. I consider it an SUV also, and I've I looked this up many times. It is it is classified as an SUV. I call it the Walt Mobile because it was yeah, the same yeah, color. It's the Walter White and you can it was the Walt Mobile. It. Yeah, it turns into uh, 
No, it, it it is a pretty shitty car. I would not recommend it. Yeah, but, but you can camp I think in that's, it. That's kind of the point, though, yes. is that Heisenberg is driving around pretending to be, you know, Mr. Minivan, Mr. Like, you know, harmless science teacher. Yes, it, that's I why have, he drives it. I have since upgraded to a real adult vehicle. <laughs> the color of the car in that show was not a color that was available for that car. They they actually he painted it. it I saw uglier. I saw it. No, he he had it. It was like a ta- like a tan. Yeah, like it was like a tan. tan. Yeah, I he had it. He had a different interior than me, but my exterior. Was Maybe the they same. started doing it once the show was out. No, uh, were out. I, I don't was, think it was. I don't was think they're still selling it by the time the show. Came it must. Out. No, huh. they weren't. They well, weren't. He, he had it. I saw it. Maybe it, somebody did a custom paint job. Or or maybe wow. it was like very very close to the same color, but it was extremely close. Right. Oh, okay. Was it a flat color? It was uh, like metallic, right? Yeah, a little metallic. No, all it's right. like a metallic tan. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's what I remember hearing. I wanted the behind the scenes thing, but I could be not remembering that correctly. So, well, it could be that they wanted like a slightly different shade, and they had it custom made. You okay. know, but who knows? Yeah. All so right, let's nasty news. Uh, let's get some na- nasty news here. Yeah, it's some nasty news. Well, okay, so here's a good one for you. Um, police say that a driver followed a GPS off of a bridge. <laughs> that had been out of service since 2009 <laughs> killing his wife oh, so it is, it's actually a tragedy um they was, fell was the car on autopilot the car <laughs> as far as i know it wasn't on cruise control so actually here's what it says it says that the road was marked with numerous barricades including orange barrels cones large wind signs saying road closed with orange striped <laughs> oh. markings and concrete oh, barricades across the road that makes me think that the guy navigated around the concrete barricades, right, and right. and went straight off the bridge. This can't be right. But, My Tom Tom says to go this way. That, that, I, you know, the, the only thing I could think is it could have been an attempt at like a murder suicide, and that she died and he didn't, and now he's trying to cover it up by saying that oh the GPS told me to do it. Right. There's there's another way to look at this though. This could be. I mean, we're in the technological age. This was in Indiana, by the way. Speaking of Indiana, oh, fucking shocking. Indiana. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We're in the technological age, and maybe TomToms are weeding out people that don't understand how technology works. So maybe we're ushering in a better, a new age of uh, technology. Right. That could be, it could be looked at that way. I, yeah. Did the, I, did I, the I TomTom I... play the uh, theme from Blues Brothers as he was driving <laughs> over the edge of the bridge? Jesus Christ. I'm, no, I'm thinking whatever the song was at the end of, whatever the song was at the end of Thelma and Louise when they fly off the cliff. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But I feel bad for the guy's wife. I mean, whatever, whatever happened, it obviously well, yeah. wasn't her fault. No, she, that, that, that bitch was probably yelling at him. You should stop and get directions. You need to stop and get directions. <laughs> oh, then, oh fuck you. <laughs> Are you serious right now? <laughs> oh, oh, oh fuck. And the guy, in his conviction, just said, "No, I, I, I know where the fuck I'm going," and he just drove right <laughs> off the bridge. Toner, I was wondering when you were going to finally go over the line with something like that, and you finally, that is probably the most chauvinistic thing I've ever heard you say in my entire life. No, I mean, if the man was in the passenger seat, I may have said the same thing. You are such a dirtbag. I don't don't even have a good retort for that. That was so good. Moving on. Uh, So, apparently, there's a viral video online on YouTube. That people believe shows four Bigfoots in Yellowstone National no, Park. Oh my god! And I know that this is a soft spot for Kyle because Kyle just hates like cryptozoology and people that you know, claim that. You know why though? Because he's he's constantly being confused with Bigfoot. Right, because <laughs> Kyle is Bigfoot. He's trying he's to dissuade Bigfoot. people like, from looking. God damn it, guys! The- Quit oh. looking for me. <laughs> Well, as, God damn it! As much as I don't want to mention this, I will because people God listening, guys, 
to the people that I know listen to the podcast know me as Sasquatch or Sasky. So or squ- or Squatchy. So I actually have these nicknames that are all and Shrek. Yeah, I think uh, everybody at home's got a clear picture of what you look like. Yeah, it's in the. It's in our logo. Oh, was, oh yeah. The, the majority of the clip, it was some people that were filming some bison that were roaming in the foreground, and um, and but people are pretty convinced that there's four Bigfoots in the background of this thing, dude. I, I, you can see kind of the picture here. It looks suspicious. I mean, I don't know why there'd be no, four it people. Doesn't it looks like a grainy piece of shit? I don't know why there'd be four people like waltzing around in gorilla costumes, though. You know what I mean? I mean, it's uh, obviously I don't know. It looks popularity. Like some kind of furry. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, if they were just like trying to fake a video, it could be done. I just yeah. find it very interesting that all these crypto, uh, all these cryptids are so uh, not photogenic and just can never be captured and never. T- and the, the pictures are always blurry. There's, there's right. never. I, I might bring this in as my complaint next week. I had something else lined up, but I might bring in fucking cryptozoology because I hate just this to shit retort so this much. news article. Just to yeah. retort this news article, I'd be down with that. All right, moving on. Um, there's a Dallas mayoral candidate who I'm guessing is not a mayoral candidate anymore. I don't like um, that word. Mayoral? I don't know. All right, well, he's, a, he's a candidate for mayor, but not anymore, I'm, I guarantee you. Anyway, he's been arrested for painting 666 on local buildings. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because uh, they, he specifically targeted buildings that were um, significant to the gay community. Wow. Oh. Yeah. What an asshole. Yeah, so the two places were the Legacy of Love... Uh, which I don't know what that is, but that's the name of the place and the Cathedral of Hope, and they're both significant landmarks to the gay community. And he he's being accused of tagging it with six six six. You know, and he claims he claims that he didn't do it; he's not responsible, but that he knows who was and he agrees with it. So that yeah, is, that's worse. Or not worse, but that's just <laughs> as bad. But just as bad, basically. Yeah. Yeah, that right. is outrageously hypocritical. So he was hating on gays, so he wrote. A satanic symbol on a church, <laughs> right? Where right. where is the logic in this? Uh, he's and he's an idiot, obviously. But he says that he agrees with the tags and that they were an act of love and a warning toward the gay <laughs> community. Act of love. Yeah, I mean, this is really this is a very deranged individual. War- a warning. I, I know. Oh my! I, I guess a warning. They're going to hell or something. He didn't say specifically. It's, but. So, it's too bad that this, uh, um, that they didn't. Uh, he didn't put it on like a gay metal club, and then he just come out and it just says six 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 on the on the sign. They're like, oh, that's brutal, and they just like totally <laughs> love it. <laughs> Rob Halford Dude. comes out. He's like brutal, brutal, and then they, like frame it and shit. <laughs> put like his big mural around it. Oh my god. Uh, well, I got one last piece of news for us. And better um, be bandit related. One, no, this one's great. This God. one's even better. This is Metallica related. Okay. All right. So, um, a lot of people have noticed over the years that the Metallica album at Justice for All notably has a lack of bass guitar. It's like completely missing from the. Oh mix. yeah, that's why yes. it's my favorite. And, and the, and the drum. <laughs> that's why it's my favorite album. <laughs> You're such an asshole. <laughs> and and the drums are like really thin and goofy sounding and influenced metal so- the sound of metal albums in a really bad way for most of the nineties. Yeah. And uh, anyway. Um, it turns out that the the engineer has finally come forward saying what exactly happened with that because it's been really? speculation this whole time, and uh, he blames the uh, exactly what I thought it would have been. He says it was Lars Ulrich's fault. He says that Lars Ulrich told him to take the bass down until it was just barely audible because he liked the sound of the drums that way, 
and then he told him to turn it down another five decibels. God, and then he, right. turned, he says he turned. He says he turned to James Hetfield and said, "Is he serious?" And James just shrugged his shoulders, and so he just he went with it because he was being ordered to by the people who were paying his check. And he says the worst part about it is he's been getting flack from it from bassists for years. Yeah, because they assumed that it was his decision. And right. that when he got invited to the to Metallica's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction, that Lars came up to him and said, so whatever happened to the bass on it, Justice for All. Oh, God. Oh, so what did he do, spit in his eye? Did he punch him like fucking balls, Buzz Aldrin? He says he wanted to punch him in the face. What yeah. the fuck? I, I have so much hatred towards Lars Ulrich. He, he just rode the coat. He... He's a t- he. Anybody that knows anything about music will universally tell you he is a god awful drummer. He's horrible. He's like fucking remedial drumming, but yeah, he has control of this band somehow. He's he right. He's way off on that entire album. He's just he's just, way off on every album. Have you ever listened to Saint Anger? Yeah, he's. I think he's personally he's the weak point. He's by far the weak point in the band. He's yeah. really bad. Yeah, yeah. he he's kind of like. The Ringo star, except a hundred times worse. Well, and Ringo wasn't like <laughs> annoying and obnoxious. And no. at least Ringo had some talent. Like Ringo could sing in key. He could play on time. You know what I mean? Yeah. L- Lars is basically useless. Oh, He's one God, of the it. worst. They could throw a dart at a book of metal drummers across the country and hit somebody better than Lars. That All right. Should be so in the so band Lar- Lars clearly thought this was bad, right? Because uh, he brought it up with the engineer, who was like really trying. Well, to no, I think it sounds like he's bragging. No, he, no. he could have been just being a. I don't know. It, it sounds like he could have been just being a smartass or something. But it, I, the way I read it was that he genuinely had forgotten that it was his fault, and that he right. knew that people were complaining about it. Right. You know. But um. But so, do we not said, have the masters anymore? Why don't we just remaster it? You know, I believe there is some sort of restored edition, but the the one that's considered like the official edition is the original release ah, that has awful. that has like no bass on it. But I believe there is like a restored ed- edition out there. I think if I remember correctly, it was called like "Injustice for Jason Newstead." I was going to say somebody- that was a Jason Newstead one, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was the first one with yeah, Jason. So one. really, they should have had him loud to show like, "Hey, we got this hot new bassist." You know, like we're still right. good. We we didn't lose like a key member. We got somebody that's really good now. You know. But instead, they just boned it. And uh, the funny thing about it, he says that originally they had a mix going where he thought it just sounded horrible. He says these sound like ass, terrible sounding was what the engineer said at the time. Yeah. And that they, they decided to let him work on it for a while. And he said he got the drum sounding really great. He brought the guitars up and he had the bass really hammering. James came in and gave him the thumbs up. And then Lars came in and said, turn that off. What happened to my drum sound? Oh, my and God. And so they had to tear the thing down and put it back where Lars wanted it. Oh, he- man. It, it, that's another th- comparison to Ringo. Like Ringo, at least understood his place, and he was just in the background. Right, like, let the people who know what yeah. they're doing do their what, fucking. Lars, jobs. Lars is constantly trying to throw himself into the forefront of his goddamn music, and he's right. so bad. Right. Oh god, that makes me sick. I do love that album, though. I do it's, love it's that got album some, too. It's got some sweet songs, but the yeah. drums were not good at all. It, it was, no, no, it's it's probably of the early Metallica stuff. It's probably the worst sounding. It sounds even worse to me than than like Kill 'Em All. Yeah, I agree. It's really stupid. It sounds dated and cheesy, and and yeah, I mean, like you listen to Master of Puppets nowadays, and it sounds a little dated, but it sounds good. Right. Everything's pretty high fidelity. It sounds mm-hmm. fat, punchy. You can hear all the instruments. It, it, Justice is not like that, and Justice for All sounds like a mess. It sounds like an amateur Ugh. mixed it, you know? Just yeah. makes, I, I, I can't talk about this anymore. It's going to piss me off. Well, okay. That's that's Nick's nasty news yes. for the week. Awesome. Finally got him to say it. All right. Thanks, Nasty like, Nick. <laughs> so uh, or is it so Nick you want nasty? me to go first? 
Yeah, could Nick be- Nasty is kind. Of, I could go with Nick Nasty. Nick Nasty, <laughs> Nick Nasty sounds like a porn star. <laughs> it does. It sounds ridiculous. And that should be. That should be <laughs> your uh, engineer so name. You should put that on all your CDs. <laughs> it's so Nick stupid. Nasty. Nick Nasty. Uh, or I'll make so, a studio called Nasty Nicks. You know. So oh, uh, Nick Nasty. So should I? <laughs> you know, now I just get the feeling I I can't even go along with it. Any t- any opportunity I take to try to go along with it, you're like, no, no, that's you wrong. are wrong. It should, be, it should be the other way. Hey, just don't call me Lars Ulrich. That's you know, Ugh, that's un- that's uncalled for. But uh, <laughs> all right, so I'll go first since you have a little. So you you probably need a little more time to prepare. All right, since I'm not going you, to prote- uh, prepare unless the libertarian in you is just like raging about how happy they are about this stupid I've law. never claimed but, to be a libertarian. Well, well, here's here's where he's getting that from is when we were in high school, I remember accusing you of being a conservative and it was just a joke. It had something to do with you and like being like super into American cars, you know? Yeah. And at the time I remember you saying like I I lean more towards libertarianism. It's probably just cuz I I found it in a Wikipedia article. That's sort of what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's something you probably said spur of the moment because you were sort of considering it at the time. And yeah. that you, but that was 10 years ago. I really don't think it's relevant. If he says he's not libertarian, then he's not libertarian. Kyle. But if it's one Fine. thing I know, it's that people never, ever change their political views. <laughs> and that's a fucking fact. You take that to the bank. <laughs> is, that, is that a toner quote? No, it's not is a toner quote. I, that's a I don't know quote. anybody. He's, he's quoting you, you jackass. I don't know that's anybody. Said earlier I don't today. know anybody who said that this week. Oh my god! <laughs> or today. But all right, so I'll defend minivans because I actually think they're not that that bad. All right. So first of all, I would like to since since uh, our engineer likes to uh, dredge up uh, some uh, old history. I remember n- nasty Nick here driving around for in a minivan for a very long time. That minivan kicked ass. That white minivan. White minivan. What are you talking about? You drove a mini. Your first- I never had a white minivan. No, there, there was a white. Minivan. My first car was a red Honda. It was a Honda. Civic. Yeah, but remember you? Oh my, no, the purple parents, minivan. My parents owned a blue minivan. Or was it, was, it blue? It was it was dark blue, but I I maybe drove it like ten or fifteen times. Oh, I, I rode in that it. Car plenty of times. I, yeah. I, I, whereas the Honda, I drove like thousands and thousands of times. Yeah. I so I, I did car. not own a minivan. I I had to drive a minivan occasionally because my parents owned. Dude, one. you right. drove a minivan for a whole year. And now you want to trash on them. <laughs> right. God damn it. First of all, I'm not even the one thrashing on minivans. What are you bringing this up for? All right, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to defend. What does this have to do with anything? I'm going to defend minivans. Okay. All so right, first them, off. Then. We don't need the whole expose. Just get to it. Well, to, for starters, they are very good at transporting children. And it's kind of like right. herding children into. It's the only car you can like herd children into it and it's fine. You just right. kind of shove them all in there. Right, because if it was a van, if it was like a regular sized van, then yeah, you you need a creepy mustache and you know. Yeah, well, and that's what I was going to get into is minivan. The nice thing about minivans is it kind of lets you know what kind of person is driving the car. <laughs> you could generally <laughs> like ascertain that it's. Yeah, it sort of is. You could generally ascertain that it's like a soccer mom. Or a father whose wife conned him into getting a fucking minivan. It's family it's, types. It's yeah. It's, it's, it's wholesome it, it, American family values. Yeah, in, it, in the form that, of a car. Yes, it yeah. is. It's could it gives the veneer of being wholesome while transporting a shit ton of kids in a car, and it's also very good for uh, carpools because you can fit a lot of people in there. I don't. I don't. I think it's. Uh, what else do you need? Soccer moms. Soccer moms are generally hot, and soccer moms drive minivans. 
in the, for the <laughs> most part. They is if you see a soccer sticker and it's on a minivan, chances are the driver is a hot female. All right. I, what more do you need? No, I don't I know. These are, these are these are all pretty good things. I mean, you haven't convinced me to drive a minivan, but it sounds like you're clearly convinced. I did, I, I'm not <laughs> trying to convince you to drive a minivan. Oh, okay. You're you don't fit the demographic. You're a you're a late twenties, mid twenties male. Uh, minivans are not your shtick, right? I'm saying that they're they're uh, utilitarian for large families. Okay. And they're and the reason you buy a minivan is because instead of buying a uh, SUV is because they're better on gas mileage. So there's a, there's a lot of good reasons. I think I think they look stupid, but that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about the usefulness of it. Is that is that all you got? You you don't have any retort no, I whatsoever. I don't have. I just I don't have. I don't have a retort. I don't know. God, you really are on autopilot today. Yeah, well, I, I he, am. He, the man doesn't like minivans. I just don't like minivans. minivans. And, yeah. and I just wanted to hear you just espouse love for minivans, even if it's fake love. <laughs> no, I actually, I actually do feel this way. I don't think minivans are as bad as people think they are. Like, I don't aesthetically, they're not great to look at. No, they're goofy looking. But, yeah. but usefulness, they are very useful. Like. I, I they think a lot of people know. buy buy minivans that don't need minivans. Even if you have a family, if you have like one kid and you're like, "Oh, gotta buy a minivan now," that's fucking stupid. You don't need a minivan well, if you if, have one kid. What about people that have to carry around a bunch of stuff? Like, I know a guy who has he only has two kids and he has a minivan though because he's like in a band and he can like take the seats out and carry around all kinds of gear. Yeah, and that stuff. that makes sense. But the because I've heard people that they get like one kid, and then all of a sudden they have to buy a minivan, and it's like you don't need a minivan a, if you have one kid. If, even if you have well, two maybe kids, they're, maybe they're planning on having you know three, four kids. You know? Yeah, it's well, buying I, a minivan yeah. when you have a kid. I feel like is sort of like a rite of passage. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> So you see what I'm saying, Nick? It kind of, it kind of well, sort of feels that way. I mean, I, I will say I've gotten one good thing out of people buying minivans, and that's that the only reason I own my Saab, which I like, I've had a couple problems with it, but for the most part, it's been a really great, reliable car, is because the previous owner had twins and traded it in for a minivan. And so I wound up with this Saab. Oh, you mean that car in your driveway that has those super pretentious uh, uh, windshield wipers on the... On the uh, what do you call it? The headlights? I mean, they're not. They're not pretentious. Oh, they're it's, super pretentious. It's, it's made in Sweden, where they get like a thousand feet of snow a year. That's why it has that on there. If it wasn't made in Sweden, I'm sure they wouldn't have put it on. We there. live in Chicago. We get a shit ton of snow too. We yeah, don't have they those. Don't, they don't redesign it for the Chicago market. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about minivans. So okay, yeah, fine. Yeah. Moving on. That, that's I all I got. Like, it, I think the usefulness of minivans is overblown. I think it, people will be like, "Oh, I gotta get a minivan. I'm a family man now. I've got two kids. If you got two kids, right. you don't need a minivan." You just you just don't, and then you buy this minivan. You look stupid for really no good reason. Yeah, like I said though, I just feel like some people view it as some sort of rite of passage, sort of. Yeah, but rite of passage, it, it, it's like saying, okay, well now I now I'm a family man, and now I have to give up all this stuff, and I don't know, I don't know that you have to go through this rite of passage of of quote unquote, you know, cutting your balls off. That's what it up. is. That's kind of that's kind of what a minivan is. It's a, a uh, tangible version. It's just, it's a physical version of you cutting your balls off. I guess. And I, but I don't think it's, it's, it's necessary for in some situations. I think people are well, too quick to go to a mini. Well, see, you're, you're looking at it. See, you're trying to help the family man when in essence, it helps me 
be able to find hot soccer moms. Is this something you do very often, Shrek? Because it sounds made up. Go, go perusing for soccer uh, moms. Yeah. You just sit I, in your minivans until they come back, and then you're like, "Hey, what's up, baby?" I don't, I don't, I don't purposely hunt the them down. Minivan. No, I don't. For, it yeah, out, of the, out of the Whole Foods. Yeah, I get my sexy pose all greased up, just laying yeah. across their minivan. What's up, baby? They call me Sasquatch. <laughs> oh, God nice damn it! You. Hey, you want to ride on Sasquatch? Uh, no, sir. God damn it! <laughs> God damn it. I like that you think that the response would be no, sir. <laughs> <laughs> call him, sir. No, sir. Hey, wait, what are you trying to say? off my car. God damn it. Oh. <laughs> this is bullshit. After all these years, I still get made fun of for my voice. Well, yeah. it hasn't changed. <sighs> yeah. I get my, made fun of for my voice occasionally. Oh, I get yeah, it I all the time. Fun. I had, a, I had a woman, uh, I answered the phone at work once, and this woman just started laughing at me and was like, why are you trying to sound like you're on the radio or something? And I was like, this is the way I talk. And she just hung up on me. I swear to God. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I've had enough of this guy. <laughs> I, was really, I was actually really offended. I would be too. Like, okay, That's really And then hung up. <laughs> yeah, it was just one of those days where like I was just running into morons all day, and like it was just one of those days like I'm trying not to lose faith in mankind for 24 hours, you know? Yeah. And sh- that was one of the things that happened. It was just like, okay, thanks, random universe for this bullshit now, now Shrek <laughs> right. I think I think I need to educate you because you're constantly looking for like um, it, of examples of humble brags and I believe that story from Nick was a humble brag what do you mean because you said that someone was, called you up to complain about your voice and what they complained about how come you sound like you're on the radio but she was laughing at me and shit it was like get out of here you know I and I was trying to be nice about it and then she just hung up I mean that's rude if I you, wouldn't necessarily consider that a humble oh, brag it would definitely be a humble being, brag if, if you consider sounding like being on the radio as as a desirable thing it'd be complaining about something you're really secretly bragging about which is what a humble brag is but you could also not like the sound of people's radio voices so it's not it could be it could be a humble brag, but not necessarily. Well, the way she was talking, she just thought I sounded like a goofball, like I was like imitating like somebody else's voice or something. <laughs> like and morning I, I drive that that was... zoo, Whoa. right? Like hello, <laughs> thank you for calling. How are you? And that that is not what I do when I answer the phone at work. So I was just really I was just offended, you know. <laughs> All right, so let, let's get back on track here. Oh, I was hoping got... you'd forget. Nope. So let's uh, let's hear your defense of the. Indiana's Religious Freedom Act. Now, once again, I did not prepare for this uh, episode, and one, I, and I couldn't have prepared for this even if I wanted to, except right. for the fact that you told me you might pick that this 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 week. Um, but no, I, I, I said I might pick it as my complaint. Exactly, exactly. Sorry, not as uh, the uh, disagree to disagree because that's not the idea of the segment. Uh, so, but I have uh, separately actually thought about this because. Shrek, can you can you please uh, give us a rundown of of what uh, the public perception of the law is? Uh, that it is disparaging to gays and is leading towards segregation and right, right, right. But say what the bigotry. law the law is, not not what the outcome of the law is. So, oh, so essentially, it allows you the ability to deny service to somebody based on your religious beliefs if they don't fall into your religious beliefs, aka. Gays and lesbians and what have you, right? Um, now that that's the public perception of the laws that exists right now, and there's a huge backlash for it. And to be perfectly clear, I do not agree with 
with that being the outcome of the law. There's no reason that you should be denying service to someone based on uh, their sexual orientation or any reason, unless they're disrupting to other um, patrons or something like that. But Or just in brazen violation of the rules or something, like coming in with no shirt or something like that. Right. I mean, yeah. you, you, if, you know, you cannot do that. Um, you cannot refuse service to gay people. I'm 130% against that. Um, but this, this law, uh, not, not, but this law is written. Uh, it, I don't think that it, what is in the law is what people think is in the law. The law is a version of a federal law, which was, which was signed in by, uh, president Bill Clinton, which was, I believe called the defense of religion act. Yeah, and what, the, like that. what the law says, I believe is that in a court decision, equal consideration needs to be given to a person's religious beliefs as um, other things in determining their guilt or or um, responsibility for, for the law. Well, what does that mean? Like, can you give me an example of where that might be useful? Like, kind of... Does that mean that, like, for instance, if somebody is being accused of having, like... So, so like, one, one thing would be um, if someone came in to to a deli and had a piece of a pork or something and asked uh, and it was a Jewish deli and asked the Jewish deli to to uh, slice up this pig and uh, you know in, into meat and then right. and then the then that that butcher refused to do it because it was against his religion to to butcher pork right. and then the customer brought him to court the judge would have to take into consider the butcher's religious rights in in his decision. Right. He couldn't be compelled so like, by the customer to do it. So the, the, yeah. So the, the judge shouldn't necessarily just follow what the law says. If, if your religion prohibits you from doing something, then you shouldn't have to do it. Right. And there's yes. a specific, there's yeah. a specific stipulation in there that, that says that, um, I don't remember exactly what it was though, but there, there's that it has to do with, um, I don't know. I, I shouldn't even say because I don't know exactly what it is. Yeah, you might want to avoid that. I, I don't. But, yeah, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to go there. Um, but where does that? How does that get us to here, where people think that that would that that sort of law would allow you to say like my religion doesn't condone me working with you know like allowing gay people into my store, for instance? Because I know for a fact that that's not in the Bible. Don't let the gays into your stores. <laughs> I know it's right. not in the Ten Commandments. You know. Uh, see, I haven't seen any connection bet- between the two, which may make this this law even more sinister if this is what is actually going to happen. Um, right, and then there's no connection between what's in the law and what uh, people are going to practice it as. Um, but the thing is, is that uh, when the civil rights um, law or or whatever, when all that legislation came down, it became illegal to pe- deny people service based on certain protected rights, which was like um, uh, gender, race, religion, and I believe I think age is in there now. Yeah, but they don't have sexual orientation. But sexual there, right? orientation is not not part of that. Uh, it's not a protected. Right. It's not a protected um, sect of people, which is kind of messed up. Yeah, which is messed up. But the, at the time of the sixties, this this was not. We it wasn't an issue, right? It, well, no, it was probably still as much of an issue, but it wasn't. Um, it wasn't. As we weren't ready for that one. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I, if that's what. It, yeah, if that's what you it know? is. Unfortunately, yeah, but, we, um, we weren't ready for that one. Society moves forward, of course. Right. Um. So, knowing that that's what, now I'm not a lawyer, but knowing 
that's what the law is, is written. I don't see the law as being completely sinister. The, the, other, the other thing is that a lot of states have enacted their versions of the Defense of Religion Act in their own states. So this is not even close to the first state. This is like the 20th state. And I believe this is the 20th it, state. It's the 20th state. It's the 20th state, and Arkansas is very close, close. to becoming the 21st. Well, then how come it's such a big deal now? Okay, and so Illinois, let me, let me, and, wait, hold on, I haven't finished. And Illinois is an, a state that has a similar law on the books. Yes. All right, here's the difference. So those other 19 states, I, I've read a lot about this. Yeah, Those yeah. other 19 states have this law to basically, it, it basically mirrors the, the federal law. Right. The Indiana law doesn't have all these specifics. That's the problem. I actually, so I've done a ton of research about this because I was pretty outraged by this. And I was reading about it and I was kind of changing my opinion, like you were saying, like how it's not as sinister as it is. And I wasn't going to bring in any quotes or any stats or anything not uh, to undermine you and your defense. It's fine. I'd this, rather, I'd rather talk about this and uh, forfeit uh, or whatever. So, well, well, this, yeah, and just figure out what's actually, well, this, I got right this from CNN and this quote, like, perfectly words my issue with this law. So it's, it's a short paragraph. It said in quote, it would fold any lawsuit against a supplier who acted on religious grounds, but the law can get squirrely. CNN legal analyst, Jeffrey Tubin said, adding that it is likely that a refusal to serve a gay person wouldn't stand under the law, but the refusal to provide a service for a gay wedding would. Where's the line? Wait, they're saying that in the law? Yes. They're saying they're specifically pointing out things involving gay weddings. The the, it, the law is designed to help car, uh, cartel not have or help to not have to cartel to wedding or gay weddings. Okay. So this is that, specifically that's targeting the gay weddings. So it, okay. it's it's specifically target so uh for example, um if you like you said if you went into a deli and wanted a sandwich and you were gay, and I was serving you. I couldn't deny you under the law. Like the law would not to yeah, protect they're, me. They're saying, but to, they're saying now that they're going to amend it to make sure that yeah, like, oh, stores oh, can't refuse. Oh, I, oh I'm going to get into right. that because I think yeah. we do need to talk about this. I think it's right. a big problem. But if you went, if let's say Tony, you went to me for a wedding cake, and I was a baker, I could deny you. How, so how is that different? If I give you a sandwich or I give you a cake, because they're 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 trying to make the argument that a gay wedding falls under your right to like religious freedom. That I don't want to participate in a gay wedding because it, it's not part of my belief system. That's what they're trying to argue, and I don't necessarily agree with it. But I I think I see what they're trying to do there. Yeah, because no, it's it, specifically it, because it's specifically a wedding. Yeah, right, Be, but, because gay marriage is is being more and more accepted. And more and more of it's happening. Right. So now, so now in Indiana, somebody and, is trying to go. We got to put a stop to making people have to serve gay weddings. And that that is a yeah. huge, huge thing that I I read about. So this law came into the federal law came into existence under Clinton in '93, and the law was basically just to uh, it, it. It didn't have this sinister thought process behind it. It was just more or less to protect. People of their religion, like people that like want to smoke peyote, like you could say, this is my religious, this is part of my religion, and it, the law will protect you under it. A big How difference. Do I sign up for that religion? I don't know. Just go, go to the peyote southwest. Yeah. That was actually something else I wrote. Is, is the fact that I'm half Latino? I, get mo- mo- I think I'm mostly there, right? I could just you're, kind of you're find mostly a in the southwest. No, yes. I mean I'm mostly I'm I'm mostly in a religion I think that would allow me to you know I just have to come up with some but, cultural. All reason. right, so but back to what I was saying. 
So the law was <laughs> the law was made in ninety three, and our uh, over twenty our years condone, ago. Yeah, over twenty years ago, and our views as a society have changed drastically on gay marriage and just being gay and or lesbian or whatever right. in general. That is a big part of the problem. Is this is trying to reenact it, essentially the way I can break this down is it's a way it's like skirting the law to allow for segregation based on your religious beliefs. So it's basically allowing you to use your religion as a reason to be ignorant. You can use your, you can use the veil of religion to spread ignorance. You can use the veil of religion to make people feel small. Make fe- yeah, that make sounds them feel like, like what people have been doing citizens. with religion for like thousands and thousands of years. <laughs> right? Yeah, but right. This is, yeah. I, I understand <laughs> that, but this is this is 2015, the, and the law it, it should protect these people. Like it's different in Illinois. Like we're Illinois is an extremely liberal state, and we are very very uh, when it comes to gay and lesbians we are super open arms for the most part yeah when it comes to rights we're pretty good when it comes to oh. managing our fucking finances we have oh, no yeah. idea what there's we're there's plenty wrong with this state but when right. it comes to stuff like that i mean we have one of the biggest gay pride parades in the world right it's massive hundreds of thousands of people show up but it, it part of the uh one other thing i looked into and this might be i may have figured out why this law came into existence on accident so last year, they had to, this is going to blow your balls off. So last year, they had to, uh, the Supreme Court made it a law in Indiana that they have to allow gay marriage. Right. So I feel like this is a way, they made this law to help uh, give people a reason to not support gay marriage. They, so you don't get married yeah, no, they're trying to find Indiana. a loophole. They're, they're trying to find a loophole. So right. much, there's, there's so many different things happening here. And people get everything confused. Just because gay marriage is legal doesn't mean that the church has to recognize it. Churches don't have to recognize gay marriage if that's what their belief system is. And people get that confused. But under the eyes of the government, which I I believe is why all these laws get struck down, the government should not be making a value decision. I, I shouldn't call it a value decision. They shouldn't be making a rights decision based on who's marrying who. It's got to be completely equal. The government should be com- treating everybody completely equal. Making ma- gay marriage legal doesn't affect the church, unless I'm wrong. Unless unless it compels no, churches to marry but, people. No, it does affect the church because it affects their belief system. That a, a lot of a lot of people, religious people, feel that, or especially Christians or uh, Catholics specifically, feel that gay being gay or lesbian is wrong like it is right but that has nothing to do with that has nothing to do with marriage i mean it has everything to do with a catholic marriage so you can't catholically get married if if that's even a word catholically get married ever it doesn't matter what the law is no you weren't allowed to get married you weren't allowed to understand that but there's a difference between the civil marriage and a religious marriage yeah you know know but but that was the thing but that was the thing indiana didn't allow for a civil marriage now they did. No, no, so, and, but I, now- and I agree with that. But people get bent out of shape, and we're on the same side. People get bent out of sh- out of shape. You know, uh, re- religious people get bent out of shape because they say they say that gay marriage should not be legal because that's my belief, and that's they're trying to force their beliefs on other people. And I right, they're, they're and people like don't think about it that so way. that the government should have to enforce it. Otherwise, the government is doing a bad job. Somehow. And that's and that's and exactly that's what I'm saying. 
and because the every, government should every, have every religion yeah. every religion should have equal rights to protection by the government and when one religion starts saying well you have to follow our religion the government needs to tell you what is right and wrong based on our religion all of a sudden we have a big mess it doesn't make any sense well right. that's like the freedom of religion and the freedom of speech you're allowed to believe what you want but you're allowed to state to the world that you're gay and not be uh condemned for it not be right. exiled for it that's the that's the problem they're trying this law is creating is making it so they want you to segregate yourself from indiana if you are gay or lesbian right that's a problem that's a big problem i i and now, I, I don't i don't know I, I think that that may be a doomsday scenario but i also well, don't it, live in indiana so i i don't know what it's like oh <laughs> no you're right it, well it, seriously it, i have no idea because this could be a, like okay let me give you let me give you a couple examples i thought about while you were talking and see if this this makes any difference to you let's say you go to a wedding cake manufacturer not a manufacturer a bakery that does wedding cakes if you're sure. a gay couple and you went to this wedding wedding uh cake bakery and you said bake me a cake that has two bro- two grooms on it they're gonna say no because i don't believe in that this is now legal under the uh this, this law like you said now yes you're what you're arguing is that that absolutely should be illegal that they can't say oh, i'm not making you a cake with two grooms on it right Yes. Let's say someone goes to this 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 bakery and they say, "I want a cake that has that has Lucifer on it and the number six 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 on the cake." <laughs> By your law, they would have. I I believe they would be compelled to make that cake. It would it would be le- illegal for them to say no. Uh, no. It, it covers stuff like that too. You would if you if you felt that it was like a satanic thing and you don't believe in Satanism. Okay. Then you don't have to make that cake. But it's not. Uh, it's just goofy to me. Like, where? How does? How is the law worded that it somehow affects wedding companies and not other companies? That's well, the it, weird thing to me. That's the thing. There's no. The line is not. There is no line. That's why everybody's so outraged because is, they're because they're setting it up for the wedding industry. But they've they've not the wedding, it, not even made it a not even the wedding industry in specifics. But but they've just, made it a blanket law where there is no specific. You're yes, saying they're, they're they're trying to target gay marriage, but that they're not actually targeting gay well, marriage with that, the law. Yes, that that but that's what it is because yeah. it it's designed and it's word. I, I have not read the law verbatim, but it is from what I understand, it's designed in such a way that I can deny you service for something like a wedding or something like a let's say I could deny you service to having an all gay and lesbian meeting at a at a conference room or something, but I can't deny you buying items. I can't deny you simple things. It, it because they're at that point, it's too petty. Yeah. It's, it's acting like segregation, but if it goes to a bigger scale, like wedding, like getting gay marriage, that's why it's such a big thing. Cause it's so out there. Yeah. It's such a big heated topic that they can use this law to fight against it. They, so basically if I went in, if I was gay and I went into your deli, you'd have to put a smile on your face and give me a sandwich, whether you like it or not, because the law is probably not going to defend you because it's too petty. Yeah. But if I came into your flower shop and said, I need blah, blah, blah bouquets for a wedding and as somehow incorporate two grooms yeah, into by, it, by the way, you it's for tell, two dudes. Yeah, yeah. By the way, it's for two dudes. You could tell me no. And that's, and that's another thing. How, how, how are you, t- if it was just me, let's say I was gay and I had a partner, right? If it was just me, 
who are you to determine specifically by my looks what my sexual orientation is? Well, that's another thing. Yeah, is your yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, no, I guess I, I, I guess I'm a little. At. I'm I'm. I hate to say this. I'm a little torn on it. Um, but I see that there may be. Or, well, that there definitely is is an error in here somewhere because I what I always do is I ask myself, well, what if this was an interracial marriage? And then the answer becomes very clear of what the right stance is. Right? If if you go to a, exactly a flower maker and you say, you know, I need a black a black groom and a white groom or a, and a white bride, and they said, absolutely, I'm not doing that. That's not holy. And then you'd be like, okay, well, this what is, an ignorant douchebag. Right? Yeah. I, I sort of feel that though, like that this this law may or may I have to look into it more, but it may or may not be designed to protect people who would also like to be able to ban interracial marriages and things like that. No, you know what I mean. It, well, I mean, I, right. I'm sure some of these places will like that, but no, that's not part of the law. I just think it's. I think it's. I just think they're trying to. I, I'm not saying it's part of the law. I'm just saying that I think that it, it's desi- it seems designed to protect ignorance to a degree. That's that's what it is. Yeah. Like if, if some of these places, I guarantee you. And I hate to say this, but maybe, all right, sorry, this is cynical. Some of these places I feel would guaranteed want to ban interracial marriage along with gay marriage. That's what I just said. So, yeah, I don't know. No, no, I'm saying it because they, it, it's, it's not, they're trying, this, this goes back to the religion thing. They're just trying to use it as a veneer to cover up their ignorance because they're afraid they're just trying because they're they're, exactly because they're afraid they're trying to not have to deal with their fears and something new and different i have such a a huge issue with that yeah i I can see of a person being it being difficult for a very religious person a catholic person that's a baker to have to make a cake that has two grooms on it yeah but that was also I mean, it would have been the same thing about like an like you said, like an interracial couple, right? Like and then I asked myself ago. that question, and, and it's completely clear that that is r- ridiculous. Well, yeah, so but you, why can, can, you can see it, it would be wait, difficult wait, for a person, but it's actually, because it's because they're unevolved. I actually, they, have haven't, a, they haven't pulled their head out of their ass. I have a perfect example. To. Let's say we we know that the baker is very religious, and let's say I'm I'm atheist. Let's just say, shouldn't it just be about the cake? Like, if I went in there as an atheist. And just wanted it was me marrying a woman. That's fine, but I'm totally against your religion. If I'm an atheist, but if I'm gay, it's totally different. It's totally unacceptable. Yeah, but if you went I'll, in there and asked for like, I don't know. I guess if it's a satanic cake, that that's a line that can't be crossed either. Um, and how? Uh, let's say let's say that you got the the you know the little bride and groom thing that we're talking about. You put it on the top. Let's just say you bought those separately somewhere else. They could still do. Uh, decide that you're gay based on your speech or the way you look or whatever and deny you service. That's not okay. No, that's, it's not okay. No, I, I agree. It's, it's not okay, but I, I, I think it's, it's difficult for people and maybe it's just a a matter of they need to get over it. It, but it's going to be difficult. Say they have to draw it all out by hand on this on this cake or something. I know we keep going back to cakes, but this could be anything in this particular in weddings. But I'm yeah, not cakes sure are just a very go. good example. It's just a very easy example. But they have to draw two grooms on a cake. It's not just putting two car- figurines on there. Yeah, and you're compelling uh, a an the business owner or an artisan to draw something that they fundamentally disagree with. 
and maybe that's just so archaic because I I believe it's arch- archaic that the, that there's no way people should be thinking like that. I guess I can see how that would be difficult for people. I know what you're getting at though. Like if if people like if for instance people d- like bringing back up like the pentagram or like if somebody wanted like a picture of Satan on their cake. Right. Like a religious person should not have to make a cake with a picture of Satan on it if if it if if it doesn't fall into their beliefs. So it becomes right. kind of dicey with the homosexuality thing because a lot of religions are very strict about homosexuality being wrong. So it, it so it yes. does become right. kind of a problem. It's But you need to I, start somewhere I I think. And 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 I guess maybe sexual orientation just be a protected class like I believe like uh race is a protected class so that they can't deny doing something like that it's just it's it's difficult for me to say well you have you have to do that you can't you can't not do that right well and there's there is one more thing i'd like to point out that really really irritates me real quick is now uh so i know san francisco and i'm pretty sure seattle have banned all travel to indiana they've restricted i don't think think they can do that well, they've restricted it, or they're, or they're telling people you shouldn't go there. Something, something okay. along those lines. Right, sure. hey, there's some kind of boycott going on. Yeah, there's some on. kind of there's boycott. boycott. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. yeah. So. It, it, Which just, is great, because I the, fucking hate Indiana. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> but this is what bothers me, is now they're trying to, quote-unquote, rewrite the law when the governor, I, I don't have his name available, whatever the governor's name was that signed this, knew damn well that there was going to be a fucking shitstorm when he signs this. He knew exactly what he was getting himself into. Now it's okay to change it. Now now it's an issue. Now that people are boycotting it. When you knew people were going to boycott it before, why the fuck did you sign it? Well, maybe why? he didn't realize it was going to be quite the shitstorm it is. That's, but, a lot of people are just, you know, just... But that's the ass. thing. Why yeah. We live in an age of social media. It's not the same anymore. Get with the times. Well, I think People are going to fucking freak out about this. That's what you're. That's what what I think is causing this law to have been written so poorly to begin with. Is just that there's so many people that are just ass backwards still. But why was it so hastily put into uh, put into effect out of fear? Because because like you said, they they've made it where they have to have gay marriage in Indiana. Well, they, tell well tell me I'm wrong. To- tell me I'm wrong. They created fear by signing this. Because now gays have to fear for themselves well, yeah, course, in there, and they create a reaction out of fear always creates more well, fear. No, well, yeah, but now they created more fear for themselves because right. people are freaking the fuck out. Right, but that's you're you're expecting people who are in a state of fear, which is an irrational state, to act rationally. I'm expecting. That's not how I'm sorry. I'm expecting an elected official to have enough common sense to realize that Big this mistake. was going to happen. Big mistake. God damn it. Big that pisses me off so much. Common sense out of an elected it's official. It's so fucking asinine. It, it's a really, 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 really Think about that me. guy. We just talked about a guy who was, who was a candidate for mayor who sprang 666 on the sides of churches. <laughs> that's, that's true. I thought that, was, I thought that was, you, uh, uh, what's the word? Ironic. Okay. Well, either way. <laughs> Either way, you can't you can't expect elected officials to be sensible all the time. A lot of them are morons. True. It just this is this. I guess this is, this is probably coming from it like the completely wrong way. But there are. I, I guess I feel bad for people that genuinely feel this way. Like, like you could be brought up in this religion. A lot of people don't choose their religion. They're they're brought up in this religion, and then they're yeah. they're they're convinced. 
that some things are wrong. And sometimes I try to put myself in the shoes of someone who thinks that things are like wrong because like I'm not a religious person, so it's hard for me to think about it. So mm-hmm. I maybe this isn't how it is, but that to to it, it's it sucks to, that they they're dealing with that. No, no, no I, never mind. I know exactly what you mean. I, I know exactly what you mean. You're saying that basically religious people might, for instance, if somebody feels legitimately feels that they are going to go to hell if they help support a gay marriage in any way whether it's making the cake or whatever, and now the government is telling you you have to make this cake. They're being forced by the government to do something that they genuinely believe will send them to hell. That's a, that's a lot of psychological trauma to dump on somebody who, who is obviously well, a very confused person to begin with. Right, right. And, and yeah. gay people don't have it easy, which is why I, is why I abandoned ship, is because I, I saw myself like going into an argument where I said, well, yeah, it it's, feels kind of bad, or I feel bad for people that have to do something to treat people equally because, like, right. g- growing up gay is not any is not is right, not. But an neither easy is thing, growing up. You got to deal with this. That's bullshit. also like a yes. lot of people are sort of brainwashed and and literally think that like if I help support a gay marriage, I'm going to burn in hell for eternity, and that's so really and, there's yeah. no, there's no winning side to this argument. Whether they decide to let the law pass or whether they don't decide to let the law pass, somebody is going to suffer. Well, it, and to jump in real quick, I mean, I. I, we pretty much abandoned ship of you having to defend this because I I think it's way more important that we actually talk about this than have you. It was a trap, so I win. Yeah, but I did come up with I came up with a defense. I actually I do have one way that you can defend this a little bit is the libertarian look of this is removing the autonomy of controlling what you can or can't do with your religion. But I do I agree with no. that? No, because autonomy. Uh, uh, Autonomy kind of uh, implies that you're going to be able to make the correct decision for yourself. And this is the kind of thing that needs to be regulated, but not in this way. Uh, you, you can't shame people. But at the same time, I understand removing regulations from the government. And that is an argument I've heard and I understand. I don't agree with it, but I understand it. I also kind of feel it's like to a degree, if I was to go into a store and somebody was to deny me services based on anything, like either because I'm Latino or because, you know, because I'm taller than them or who cares, you know, I would just kind of be like, fuck them. You know, yeah. if they want to deny me services, who cares? I'm not going to make the government go out of their way. But that's to, di- No, that's but exactly different. what the government's for. The government needs to needs to make sure that that uh, establishments are treating people equally because otherwise the uh, the minorities are always going to get marginalized because that's they're minorities. That's the whole point. Right. If, if it's never going to make business sense to treat people who are ten percent the as if they're first class. That doesn't make any right. sense. It's like when you go to the fucking air, airlines and they treat people who are in first class like fucking kings and everybody in coach like. I, sh- I shouldn't be making this argument because I'm trying to because uh, that's comparing you're really, gay people. You're to, like, really hooked on planes but, like, and airports and stuff. That- well, that yeah, that, that was what I went to school for. So I, I'm an aerospace yeah. engineer, right? So yeah, he's, he's thinking about that kind of thing, you know. <laughs> so which is why it's I'm always, bra- I'm always it's like, not I'm a mad. brag if somebody else asks him to. No, clarify. It's, a, it's a humble brag. He didn't need to clarify that. He was no, an aerospace you don't know engineer. what a humble brag is. Humble brag. Uh, you don't get this at all. You're bragging so, humbly, judge just saying so, the name of what you do. So yeah, I'm sorry. The thing of what I'm what I do is like something worth bragging about. That's not my <laughs> fault. <laughs> <laughs> so, Everybody just throwing around these words like engineer and producer. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, and humble brag. <laughs> you jack off. 
I like uh, there's a, a a fun discussion. I, I think that we're we're all pretty much on the same page. I just I guess a lot of times I feel bad for people who are deeply religious. Yeah, especially when you're deeply religious to the point that you're just ignorant. Yeah, it saddens it saddens me if if these doomsday scenarios that people are are talking about are are true. And maybe I'm being naive and thinking that that's not possibly what this legislation is meant to be. Yeah. So on the downside, this legislation is horrible. But on the upside, I got the first stump of all time, so I automatically win. No, I still I still made a defense for it. <sighs> We're going to take this to the votes? I, I, I guess we can take it to the votes. I don't see why not. That, that's fine. I actually... I. I, as much as I love winning and I love competition, I feel like talking about this is just so much more important because right, well, it really, really is a big I'd deal. recommend if you feel like Kyle made you feel like you want to buy a minivan, then you should vote for Kyle. But if Toner made it seem like the uh, the Indiana well, law that everyone's pissing about is actually somewhat reasonable, then you should vote for <laughs> or Toner. Because that, that would be a miracle. And next week I'm bringing in uh, for, for Shrek to defend national socialism. <laughs> so... <laughs> Actually, I was thinking. So I, I'm, I'm hoping that you guys might let me do an episode where I pick your defense topics at some point. Oh yeah, that'll happen. And, I, and one of them I was debating on was Joseph Mengele, but I, <laughs> I think it's a little too, it's a little too far out there. I don't even know who that is. It's the Nazi doctor, the Nazi oh. doctor that that you know, like you know, is took people his, apart surgically and whatnot. Nate? Yeah, Joseph Mengele. Yeah. I think it's actually pronounced Yosef or something, but yeah. And actually, the scary thing about it is that most of the things that we know about it, really extreme conditions like hypothermia and, you know, the things like that, uh, like people who are, who are going into like anaphylactic shock and radiation poisoning and things like that, a lot of that research comes from the Nazis. And it's like the only research we have to base our current knowledge on it. And some on. people won't even and- won't use it. That they like refuse to use yeah, Nazi this, research. It, it becomes it, it's a really big problem for especially like Jewish doctors. There are certain fields that Jewish doctors supposedly won't go into because all the research comes from Nazis. And so uh, it's, I think that's so kind what? of you, you kind of have to. I mean, otherwise, don't. I mean, part of it is that they're dying in vain. Then I mean, getting some use I know out what of their you mean. It's like it's like yeah, these sick fucks did this to people, and that's a horrible thing. But at the same time, if you just throw out the knowledge that we gain from it, it's it's just a waste, right? Sure. Yeah. And there was another right, thing that I that up. I had heard was uh, let me just get this out in uh defending Joseph Mengele. Um one thing that I <laughs> had heard was, Joseph <laughs> was that that they they developed um certain intestinal or like transplant technology and stuff like that or not technology but methods. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. Unfortunately, I mean I'd like to say that the Nazis were just horrible and we learned nothing from them, but unfortunately we learned a lot. From right, yeah, but it wasn't nearly as much true. as we should have. That that's the other sad part about yeah, it. Yeah, the, they were doing all kinds of stuff that was like basically the the real life equivalent of like the human centipede. Right, they were just, just like they, nobody they should were be just, doing they that. They were just idiots. Yeah. You know, this this is just dumb shit that like kids who like 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 uh kill like squirrels over. It's just like Right. No, you're it, right. It's such it's, a way Sociopath it's just stuff. so it's, it's, it's totally such, sociopathic it just makes it's people you, like look it's people looking at like an anatomical picture of the human body and throwing darts at it and being like oh i hit the head and the hand we should try grafting uh, a hand onto somebody's head we should see if um <laughs> we should see if concerned citizen 33 wants to comment on that next oh, week oh man he's, <laughs> he's right, probably, so he probably wants to chop us up i know shrek's just <laughs> he keeps trying to uh yeah, to, to let's end just this. tie this up since yeah all right so let's tie this up so uh <laughs> Check us out on our Facebook at the Complaint Department. Uh, our Twitter handle at Complaint DEPT15. Uh, Toner, why don't you tell everybody the new news about the actual website? 
you constructed it. Uh, I mean, we have a, a website that's uh, ready to go. Uh, by the time this airs, it'll be it'll be live, so you can just f- come visit us at Complaint Department, ComplaintDept.fm. Um, you'll have the new website, all the episodes, um, forms which you can vote for uh, winners. Um, do not vote for Joseph Mengele. And it's not going to be on there. It wasn't the defense topic. He, <laughs> hey, he's, yeah, he's found himself. On. Okay, and if you need, um, please write us. Write us for uh, follow up. Our email address is fu at complaintdept.fm. That's fu as in follow up at de complaintdept.fm. Um, and I uh, I need to plug somebody real quick. Well, before we get to that, could you tell me about the iTunes thing? Because I had a student today who really wants to find us on iTunes and basically said like I haven't heard anything iTunes. from it. Yeah, I don't so think we, we're so up we're, on there. So you've applied for it, but we're not up yet, and we've right, got to get that right. sorted out. Okay, can, so we're waiting to hear he, back. He can All still. Right. He, he can still like find us she on the web. Actually, actually, I, I have way more girl students than guy students now. It's really strange, but Is it I got bad? another new. Get out of here! <laughs> you know, I swear to God, I'm gonna quit if you keep this going. I swear <laughs> to God, this—it's not just her. You bring any more of my friends into this crap, and I'm gone. You understand that? Oh my God! Threats already. It's only the fourth episode. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill you and rearrange your body parts. You understand me? You have no idea who you're messing with. All right. So before we go, I need to plug <laughs> somebody with real quick. Citizen thirty three. <laughs> please please right. keep leaving correspondence in Nick's in Nick's mailbox. <laughs> All right, so before we go, I need to plug somebody. Somebody that has uh personally helped me make this better or worse, depending on what your perception of how good or bad we are. But it is my uh my friend runs this website with clever wordplay. I love it. Pucking hostile to go with it is a what is it a hockey website? It is a hockey podcast. Okay, oh, I which, saw them uh, on Twitter. Yeah, who is also a uh, obviously a big fan of uh, metal, considering the name is based on the song by Pantera. Fucking I thought, hostile. That, I thought that might have been a Pantera song. Yes, yeah. it's a Brutal. It's some clever word fight. So I'm assuming so, he's not a fan of the guy who peed on Dimebag's grave. Oh uh, no, not at all. Right, <laughs> and um, so. Uh, yeah, check them out if you're a hockey fan, specifically a Blackhawks fan. They run a really uh he well, he runs it with somebody else and it's a very well put together, very good podcast and I am a fan. So, uh check that out and uh check us out next week on the complaint department. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.